Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a Direct Message Network and Podcast One production. We are directly to your favorite stars. Hey, listeners. Looking for an affordable way to go back to school? National University is investing $30 million in new scholarships. For 50 years, National University has pioneered achievable higher education. Today, NU offers over 75 100% online degree programs and flexible four-week class schedules that let you start sooner and finish faster. National University. Classes start monthly. Apply for your scholarship today at nu.edu. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial. All right, so last week we talked about Caldrea, but I want to remind you guys, Caldrea is a consciously crafted home and body care brand that combines thoughtful ingredients with delectable scents, making caring for ourselves and our homes a beautiful experience. Um, in addition to those uh, Caldrea products we mentioned last week, the lotions and the soaps and that sort of thing, they also have home cleaning products that effectively clean while transforming your home with your favorite fragrances. While we're all spending a lot of time at home, this is a really good opportunity to keep it nice and clean and fresh. Um, So Caldrea makes cleaning products that are enjoyable and worry-free with incredible effective formulas, and they're all just so addictively pleasurable to use. And their products use a combination of essential oils from flowers and herbs, which I love, and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients. That's right. And they're available in scents like pear blossom agave and sea salt neroe. Uh, I just want to read you a couple reviews that come from caldrea.com from customers who have already used these. About the countertop spray, somebody said, powerful, yet gentle cleanup. Great for everyday surface cleanups. This fragrant lingers in such a beautiful way. Leaves the entire kitchen living space smelling luxurious. Mm -hmm. I second that. (laughs) Uh, And about the dish soap, somebody said, I promise you, somebody said this, it's a miracle. I use this to hand wash dishes. I call it my little miracle because it makes me want to wash my dishes. <laughs> um, I've never really enjoyed washing dishes, but with Caldrea, I do because it just fills the room with this fragrance that makes it feel like it's something that's actually enjoyable. Yeah, nothing's more grown up than enjoying cleaning your home. A hundred percent. So, okay, so jump on this, guys. Right now, you can get free shipping on orders of $50 or more when you buy online at caldrea.com. That's C A L D R E. A.com. Visit caldrea.com and add a touch of luxury to your home care. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax, so baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs and maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Damn, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. What up, mother fathers? I'm Danielle Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew Gardner, the father. And we're both... 
adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be an adult, uh, this is the show for you. Okay, so I want to jump in real quick. This is a really exciting episode. I pulled a fast one and I surprised Andrew with today's special guest. So stay tuned for that. He... I kind of let the cat out of the bag. It's a he. Um, He's coming up soon, but let's jump into some adulting wins and fails. Good. Go ahead and start. All right. So my adulting fail, because it is one that's on the top of my mind. Let me paint the scenario, you guys. We have a monitor in Geo's nursery, and he was playing with it. So I moved it onto the wall because we had it on the corner of his crib, and he had ripped it into the crib, and I said, there's no more. We have to put it on the wall. So I put it on the wall, and I used Velcro. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was very nervous about this, and it was a temporary fix, but I just used it because I thought it was strong enough to hold. Um, and then I had Andrew go in there, and I said, tell me if there's an earthquake, if that friggin' thing is going to stay on the wall. And you said... It's fine. Well, one night we're sitting on the couch, we're looking at the monitor, and I'm looking at some weird image that looks like not Geo. And so I'm like, what happened? So I'm trying to move it around, move it around. Long story short, we hear this big fall. Okay. Uh, my heart dropped so far. I thought for sure this monitor hit Geo. You guys, this is a crib the size to fit a baby. And somehow, miraculously, the baby monitor fell from the ceiling and did not touch Geo. I was shaking. I, I thought for sure that's like a miracle because that has been a fear of mine since we put it on the wall. It was only like two days of it being on the wall with Velcro mm-hmm. and we were going to eventually really screw it in, but um, we got lazy and we just left it up there for two nights and exactly what my biggest fear was actually happened yeah. and it and it missed him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah look, <sighs> it was really scary. I mean, your was reaction terrifying. was so scary because I didn't really know what you were reacting to at first. Mm-hmm. Um, so new parents don't ever do that. That was, that was a dumb, dumb move on our part. Dumb. Um, statistically speaking though, if you want me to nerd out real quick, okay. like he, there's plenty of space in there. So it's not that crazy that it didn't hit him. You know what I mean? I, a lot of the times he moves, like he'll get all sideways on us and like scoot all the way down to one end. And then it's like, a whole open crib okay. with land that a monitor could fall into. Sure. But in this scenario, cause I had to walk in there and, mm-hmm. you know, quietly yeah, remove mission the impossible. <laughs> out of the crib. And he was very blatantly in the center of a crib where you would see a baby sleeping in a movie. Okay. And not only that was, I don't know if it's just like the um, infrared light or whatever it is, but like from the monitor, mm-hmm. once it finally fell into the crib, I could see that like it was just, like the flashlight was on on your phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't your phone. It was on the monitor. No, I know. But I was like, the strobe lights just, just stroking him in the face here. <laughs> and this kid's sleeping through it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, whatever. That was the fail. And I'm just so glad that he is whole and complete and not injured by this. Yeah, we're that all was good. a big mistake on our part. Um, the adulting win for me is that we got out of the house and we went into the public, everyone. Um, so we didn't know exactly when we were going to be open to the idea of like going somewhere public. Um, but we did, we went into a place where I had my baby shower. It's called bogeys. It's in Westlake village and it's like an outdoor bar kind of restaurant. There was nobody there. It probably just opened a day or two ago, or maybe it opened that day. I'm not even sure. Yeah, I don't know. But no one was aware that it was open and it felt like we were in Italy and it was amazing because it was where I had my baby shower and now I'm rambling, but it was really cool. Yeah, it was amazing. 
Yeah. It was amazing. It was just nice to get out. And uh, it was a beautiful place. The mm-hmm. breeze was going. The sun was shining. Mm-hmm. All the, you know, the pocket doors or whatever were spread yeah. wide open. It was beautiful. It feels like Tulum. Yeah. Tulum slash Italy. And I think what's cool about that experience was, yes, it was great to like have a switch up of scenery and like do something out of the norm. Um, but it also sort of like inspired us to think, think in a lot of different ways. Like, yeah, I mean, you can elaborate on yeah. that. Uh, do we want to? Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're, you know, we've just like everybody else, we've spent too much time at home right now and we're, uh, we're getting bored here. Um, so we're starting to look elsewhere for a place that could become the next project. Uh, and the idea of like moving a little closer to family and away from some traffic and the busyness, like sounds kind of nice at this point. And we also realized like we can, you know, we're fortunate enough to do pretty much all of our work from home. Yeah. We get, you know, well, except for whenever I go back to acting, but whenever that may be. Such a, okay. <laughs> Please carry on with your story. Uh, so yeah, so the, you know the options are kind of endless. I mean, obviously we want to stick in Southern California because the weather's beautiful and the family's here. So we're not moving to Hawaii. Not yet. I mean, I would love to. Okay, here, my my dream right mm-hmm. is to move to Hawaii. Like I'd love to be on the beach, but I don't, I don't know if I'd rather live on the beach or have a view of it. And because I love coffee so much, there's coffee belts. Like I'm thinking of the big island (laughs) of Hawaii, right? Above Kona, there's a coffee belt where the weather's right to grow coffee. The idea of living on a piece of property, Mm -hmm. right? Where I can walk barefoot every day and wear my boardies, like shirts are are, uh, optional. Optional. That's Mm -hmm. the word. Um, I can grow coffee. And when the, when the clouds clear or whatever, I get to see the ocean all day, every day. That is. Sounds like a dream life. Little yeah. kid with ratty hair running around. Oh, you can sell me on that one. I you love a I mean? little island baby. Yes. Um, but for now, no. Okay. Okay. Fair so we're moving on. So but you- maybe there's a, a dream house project in our future, maybe. And maybe the side project is somewhere in building like a little coffee community. Yeah. Where there's like, I don't know if it's a shop. I don't know if it's a... I'm not even sure what it is, but we're toying with a lot of ideas because we have the time and energy to kind of do that. Yeah. And it's, it's honestly more than anything. And my aunt used to say this to me all the time when I was younger. Sometimes you just need a positive distraction. Sure. Even if like maybe you don't take the leap to see it through. It's so helpful to have positive distractions to just keep yourself working towards something. Yeah, I agree. Um, you need, you just need stuff to look forward to and keep you excited. Mm-hmm. Cause I know like when I don't have that stuff, if I'm not looking into the future and planning ahead, I feel like, I don't know what the word is pretty, like pretty you need to go meditate for an hour. Yeah. A bit like <laughs> that. Just, just really mellow. Like, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Okay. So let's get into your adulting wins and fails. Um, okay. So my win is, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be telling on you here, but you, you're part of this mommy and me group and you had some of the mommies over there with their little ones the other day for like a little social distance gathering in the backyard, uh, which was lovely, which was lovely. I spent all day helping prep for your party. <laughs> uh, no, but the win is sometimes you need an event like that to do a handful of things that you know that you should have done yeah. already, but you feel like, you know, you wait until the day of, and then you feel like you're under the gun and then you just bust out all these little projects or these little cleaning things that you got to do 
to get ready for something like that. And I'm so glad that you had people over and like, I cleaned that table in the backyard or whatever. It sounds so silly, but it's like, you can look at it for months being dirty and you're like, Oh, well that probably should be clean, Mm -hmm. but I don't have a reason to do it. Yeah. So that was the reason. So thank you. Okay. You're welcome. The fail is we did go out into public the other day Mm -hmm. and we had a lovely, lovely afternoon. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it was time to come home. (laughs) And then we got in the car and what we've been doing, because daddy had one drink. Um, I don't like to, I don't like to get behind the wheel at all. Even if I have a sip of alcohol. Yeah. I know. You're so good the, about yeah, that. the way we usually do it is if I have a drink or some drinks, you'll drive and I sit in the back with Gigi. It's kind of nice. It's like I'm being Ubered around or whatever mm-hmm. or lifted. Depends yeah. which one you prefer. Um, but my man was just not having the ride home. Sure. He's not a fan of the car seat at all. I don't, mm-hmm. he doesn't like to be restricted. He, I, I feel like he's, he's growing into that type. Doesn't like to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we may have one on our hands here, uh, but he does not like the car seat. But you have to give it some context because no. our whole, no, 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 because we spent like a few hours out. So it was in between his last nap and bedtime. Mm-hmm. And when you get close to that bedtime window, all he wants to do is fall asleep in the car seat. And because we are yeah. jerks and we wouldn't allow him to fall asleep, he was letting us have it pretty much. Mm. Yeah. Yes and no. This is, So this is the mom's nurture and love for you, right? She wants to justify. Though I see it more simply. I okay. see it as if he gets in the car seat and he screams every time, every other time, every few times, he don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know? I just don't think he's that big of a fan of the car seat right now. Anyways, long story short, we went out for a nice day. The ride home, we had some traffic because people are moving around in LA now. Uh, it was like 45 minutes or an hour or whatever. And it was not <laughs> fun <laughs> i was fine <laughs> yeah okay whatever oh my gosh okay um so before we take a break and we come back with our special guest let me just fill everyone in we on gotta, how this happened no we got we this got, man no, is no, a no. legend hold on hold on there's a lot going on here okay i want to talk about adu- like give us an adulting is but i'm gonna wait a second i want to explain how this guest came about so i've been trying to think of really cool ways to celebrate andrew's very first Father's Day. And Andrew loves playing music um, with Gigi. And first of all, Gigi just loves music. He loves music. And so you often play all kinds of songs and stuff on Alexa. And you've been doing that since he was a newborn. Mm -hmm. And he just loves it. Um, And so the other day, I don't remember when it was, but you were playing another Boys to Men song. And I just was feeling the feels and I was watching you guys. I'm sure I put it on my story. It was just so cute. So I thought, holy moly. What if, what if we could get someone from boys to men or all of the boys to come guest on the show and you don't know who's going to be on the show. And I just set up a zoom call and I say, Hey, it's a work call. You know, we got to get on this call or whatever. And so I reached out to our friends at podcast one, they hooked it up and we got you guys drum roll, please. (laughs) That was weak. We got Sean Stockman to come on the episode today. Um, he's a dad. He's one of the co-founders, obviously, of Boys to Men. Um, really cool, cool guy. So we had a great conversation. Yeah, you know what's funny is, uh, is I'm sure half our listener base knows who Boys to Men is. Um, sadly, the other half may be a little too young to know who they are. 
that's a sad, sad thing for you guys. These guys are legendary. Okay. I grew up on boys to men. They're an R and B group out of Philly. Um, they're probably one of the best, if not the best to ever do it. If you've never listened to their music, put it on Alexa or whatever you listen to when you're just doing stuff around the house, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. It'll make you feel all the feels. Mm -hmm. Um, Sean actually said it best because he's got his own album coming out. Actually, not coming out. It came out in April. Um, he's like, he just listed off the things he can do. I mean, he could be cleaning. He can be a nightcap. Oh, yeah. It can... Uh, it can lead you into some night festivities with your loved one. Yeah, that's a, that's a nightcap. <laughs> um, oh, that's what a nightcap is? <laughs> yeah. No, a nightcap is a drink. It doesn't have to be a drink. What? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, do you have an adulting is before we go to break? Um, no, no, no. What adulting is, is just like not being prepared sometimes, right? Like sometimes it's just hard to have it all together. I I mean, I would argue the, the opposite. Most of the time adulting is, is you want to be prepared. If you want you like, you got to be prepared to take advantage of opportunities. Okay. Um, which is honestly why I had to tell you Sean was coming on the show. Okay. So you, you blew it. (laughs) Are you a secrets person? I feel um, like you're not. No, I am. If they're like, if they're really personal, I would never share someone. No, else. I'm saying, okay, so secrets mean? maybe the wrong word, like a surprise. Can you keep a surprise to yourself? Yeah, but I'm I don't like trying to think like, like how you've done over the years. Well, I've thrown you many surprise parties. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you are good at it. Um, yeah, so she had to tell me because she wanted me to be prepared, which is an adulting move. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the one that likes to be prepared for all of our guests, our episodes, whatever. Like I like structure. I like, I love the idea of knowing that he was coming on because it gave me time to think about what I wanted to ask. And I had so many questions for him. We didn't get to a, a lot of them because for the first half of it, or maybe more, we just, we just talk like friends. I yeah. feel like we made a new friend cause this guy's amazing. Like, and he was so chill. He was so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, like I wanted to ask about his time, uh, you know, back in the day with boys to men and what it's like right now, uh, and everything he has going on as a solo artist and solo entrepreneur. So, uh, anyways, I'm glad that she told me, I mean, let's just get into it because yeah. I was pumped. Like I was like, yeah, you're like a little kid, a, a kid so in a candy cute. store. Yeah. I, I and grew- you kept it together. Like I was nervous and I was, I was so nervous. You guys are going to hear me be so nervous. Um, but I, it was because I was happy for you, and so I wanted you to enjoy the experience, and therefore I was so in my head. But I'm just glad that you did enjoy the experience. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Awesome. it made, you know, it made me feel like a kid. It was nostalgic. Um, let's go. Let's, let's jump go. in. Let's jump in. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Okay, guys, who else loves a good smoothie? I know that we do. We probably make one, two, three a day over here, something like that. Um, If you guys haven't heard of Blender Bombs yet, you need to know what they are. These are nutrient-dense bombs made up of real ingredients that turn your smoothies into a complete protein. They include chia seeds, hemp seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, pecans, almonds, and dates. Um, How do you use them? It's so easy. You just drop it into your smoothie maker. We use one of those uh, magic bullet things Mm -hmm. Uh, with any other ingredients that you like, uh, your favorite uh, nut milk, ice, maybe some extra fruit. You blend it up and boom, you have a blender bomb smoothie. (laughs) First of all, I love that it includes all the ingredients that you don't want to go and buy individually. 
Okay. Um, all right. So the, the best part about blender bombs is the goal is to really just encourage people to move away from protein powders and synthetic smoothie additives and start to use real whole foods um, instead that just stabilize your blood sugar. And blender bombs works by adding the perfect ratio of protein, fiber, and healthy fats to keep you full for hours. And honestly, most people don't consume enough omega threes in their diet. Um, and these are full of them. But by the way, they're not vegan. There is a little bit of honey, although they do have this stuff, um, the bomb drizzle that's made with a, a date, I think. Mm. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I bake with that or I put them in the little balls that I made. Do that. Anyway, so good. Check out Blender Bombs. Okay. You can order them online at www.blenderbombs.com and receive 20% off your first order by using our code adulting at checkout. Uh, just go to blenderbombs.com and receive 20% off your first order by using the code adulting at checkout. And now back to adulting like a mother father. All right, you guys, we're back and we're here with Sean Stockman, who is one of the boys to men. Uh, thanks so much for doing this, Sean. <laughs> I um, I spilled the beans because I just knew I couldn't keep it. I couldn't keep oh, it. Oh, man. Oh, oh, this is supposed to be a surprise. Huh? It was it a was. surprise. What's up, my man? I'm so happy that you could join us. Yeah, man. How you doing? Good, 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 good. I'm honored. Thank you. Is this your birthday? No. Father's. It's his very first Father's Day coming up. His very first father. Oh. Yeah. This Welcome to huge. the club, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it looks like you have one. I have three. You have three. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that, because uh, we only have one. He's about eight months now. We just started over here. <laughs> well, you know, well, congratulations, you two. And um, well, it's been it's it's good. It's funny because I had twin boys first out. So um, when we got our third, we were always told by like parents, uh, you know, parent friends of ours that the third always kind of screws things up. Like it kind of screws up the schedule. Like sure. two is even because one parent has one, another parent has another. Now the third one comes in and then it's a girl. So she kind of, kind of changes the emotional dynamic in the house. Did she rock you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty Aww. bad. But but I, I try to I try to keep it, you know, level. You know, yeah. I, I try not to go too 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 you know yeah. uh, mushy. But you know, it's uh, but it, it's it's great. I mean, it's it's great. And and now watching them grow up, and both my twins are uh, seventeen. They just turned seventeen in May. Wow. And uh and uh my my daughter's ten. So you know, just seeing you know, just their development, how they interact with each other, how they get along and, you know, all that. Like, and now I'm seeing it even more so now since the pandemic, you know, cause I travel a lot, but you know, this pandemic, you know, as, as crazy as it is and, and as bad in, in one case as it, it is for, for all of us on the other side, it allows me to, you know, kind of see my family and, you know, and, and with a, and, and a, at a, a, a rate that I've never been able to in years. So this has been yeah. fun. Yeah, that's amazing, man. So, yeah, for the last what twenty some odd years, you've been traveling, doing music, and busy all the time. Pretty much, um, you know, just basically, just kind of doing. My, you know, it's my field and trade. You know, singing and performing. So with yeah. the guys. So um, now, just having this time to do this, I, I think it's it's it helped me a lot. Like 
it, it allowed me rather to uh, just raise my children the way a normal father would raise their kids sure. and not be away, you know, for so long. And, you know, I'm teaching my one son how to drive and, you know, mm-hmm. I was, I'm, I'm homeschooling and, you know, mm-hmm. so, and, and that helped too, because it allowed me to see uh, scholastically where my daughter is. So mm-hmm. I was able to help her out. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. she'll be more prepared for the fifth grade. It's those nuances that you do every day that you don't really think that, uh, are effective or affecting the kid, but they really are like, they're really helping develop, you know, the, uh, my, my kids just being here and just kind of showing her and him, you know, how to do certain things. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I I couldn't agree more, man. I I've noticed that, you know, just even in the eight months that we've had our son geo, um, you know, in the first several months, we had more help because we weren't in the pandemic. So we had family coming over. We had like her aunt coming over once or twice a week and would be around for a few hours. And during that time, like mentally and physically, I could kind of disappear a little bit and do my thing, work out, work, whatever. Um, and then when you're forced to be hands-on 24-7, it, t- it totally changes the dynamic. I mean, I think about little things like, yeah, totally, like getting him up from every single nap and then spending those you know, the hour here and there sitting and watching him play and all that, like, dude, it does a lot for you and it does a lot for them. Yes, it absolutely does. It's, it's those things that you really understand why parenting can be a blessing. It's frustrating. It's annoying sometimes (laughs) because sometimes the kids get on your nerves and, and, you know, you just want a moment of peace where they're not pulling at you for food or pulling at you for entertainment or whatever. But um, ultimately, and and this is what I tell friends of mine who are fathers, right? Because mm-hmm. let's let's be honest, especially you know you said your son's eight months. Yeah. Okay. So it's safe to say, without me knowing the dynamic of the household, that for the for the most part, the child is all about mommy. Yeah, he needs me more than he needs. Because he needs it. Yeah, right. He need, yeah. he yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like you, he's at a stage where he's learning how to disconnect somewhat from mommy, but he's only eight months and that's all he knows. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's going to connect with, and, and this is a friend of uh, my dentist, my old dentist that told me, he's like, listen, it's like for the net, for the first couple of years, do not take it personal. It's not going to be about you. It's going to be all about mom, 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 mom. You know what I'm saying? Because you are the nurturer. You are the one that, you know, you, you were the closest to him. Yeah. So, you know, that's, he knows you. He knows your body. He knows your voice. He knows, you know what I mean? All of those things. And he's going to connect to you more. As he gets older, of course, he's going to, you know, like like any child, develop, you know, some level of, of independence. But what I tell my, fa- what, what I tell my father friends is um, a lot of times, even with, when they get older, a lot of the nurturing, a lot of the, 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 um, the disciplining most of the time is mom. It's mom. You know what I mean? Like that, you know, we have roles to play. And and honestly, when it comes down, and this is what, what the, the phrase mean, it has nothing to do with it being, you know, derogatory towards women at all, but women run the crib. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. When women run the crib, you know what I mean? Like, and, and we, as <laughs> the fathers just kind of sit back and kind of just, you know, play our part and kind of, you know, hit certain spots and we hit them. But what I tell dads is, is that's our role in, mm-hmm. in certain cases. And 
what's most important for kids' development is just knowing that when they go downstairs and they see their dad, whether he's sleeping on the couch with a paper on his belly with the game on, that they have a dad. Yeah. Just being there. Just being there. Just being present. You don't even necessarily have to do too much of anything because moms do most of it anyway. (laughs) But it's it's just being there. Being there, being present in front of the kid, knowing that that's what my dad looks like. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I know him. And that is, has so much of, a, of an impact for children and as they develop and grow. Yeah. That's cool, man. That, that's great advice. And, you know, your kids are in a pretty cool scenario where that's what dad looks like, but dad also is really cool and does some really cool stuff. Oh, I bet that must be such a trip growing up with you as his da- or their, the, eh, as their dad. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's what's cool about my kids, and and I and I tease my one son Ty about it, and all my kids are pretty much like that, you know. Uh, like they don't they don't trip. That's cool. You know what I mean? Like they they don't they're kind of eh. yeah. It's, it's just you know what I'm yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they, they, yeah. They they they're not they're not about flossing or flexing and 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 and, and any way. They're they're very much kind of like uh, not saying they're not proud. It's just that they just kind of. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I I mean, I, I understand it, man. Because just talking to you for ten minutes now, I get a good idea of what your mindset's like that quickly. And I imagine your sons are the same way. So yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, we 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 he they 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 really gained. I'm a laid back dude, and they gained a lot of that. You know, from from me. Like I'm kind of, I kind of. Let's put it this way. I know, I've learned how to place points in my life or certain yeah. aspects of my life. I know that when I'm on stage or when I'm performing or when I'm in a video or whatever the case, I know I have to turn on, you know what I'm saying? And, and I turn on. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm on, when I'm, when I'm off stage, I turn off. Yeah. And, and that's something that was taught to us. Like uh, our mentors very early in, in our careers used to tell us, you know, always keep your personal life personal and your business life, you know, business. Keep it separate because you want to be able to, because because how about this? They told us this 25, 26 years ago, not understanding that we, we're going to live in a day and age where people are going to mesh the two. And in a lot of cases, it's it sucks for them because, you know, take the Kardashians, for example, when they demand privacy, but you can't do that when your life was built on voyeurism. <laughs> so so you, you, you can't have both. So you have to establish both mm-hmm. early. Yeah. You know what I mean? In order for people to respect it or else they won't. Yeah. I noticed that I was looking through the Boys to Men feed last night for a while. I noticed that you seem to be the one most willing to share what's going on in your own personal life. Is that, is that accurate? Because just looking at the Boys to Men feed and then yours, like you, you kind of own it. Yeah, I, I I do. I I think I'm the most active out of the three, and, and even so, I still, you know, regulate exactly what I what I share, and and and, you know, because <clears throat> my my job as the dad and the guy that does this for a living is to make sure that it doesn't get too out of control. Like I I, I looked at uh something that somebody was saying to LeBron's kid, right? 
And LeBron instantly got on Instagram and said, yo, you can say anything about me. Mm-hmm. Do not go at my kids. Do not go at my family. Don't, you know what I mean? That, that's our job in that sense because yeah. we are the public yeah. figures. So, you know, my thing is I share stuff, but then my job is to protect my, my family. So I only do but so much, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. people on, on social media are mean. And, and, you know, they, they, some people just don't are trolls and have nothing else to do but to yeah. say whack stuff to people. So yeah. I, I, I keep it, you know, at, at a minimum. But yeah. I do share some things and, and more so my opinions about things, about, about, you know, stuff that I see and notice or whatever. And, and then I, th- that's the personal part where people are able to chime in. Okay, cool. Don't agree with me. Say whatever you need to say, but that's okay. That's, I, I understand that's what social media is for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. but then I just keep it moving from that point. Sure. I totally get that, man. I'll, and I'll be honest with you. That's something that uh, I share a similar mindset. Like I, typically or naturally don't want to share everything about myself. Um, but when our son was born, I, I broke away from the business world and I, I guess you can call it entertainer. I, I just went full-time entertainer entrepreneur. And, um, you know, part of that is being more active on Instagram and social media, whatever. And it, it's, it's a struggle, man, because in order to be successful, you have to share a lot and you have to share every day. But at the same time, like, I'm kind of reserved. I'm a reserved person for sure. And like, I want to keep a lot of that to myself. So it's, it's a balance. It's a balance. It's a balance that you must master yeah. in order for you to still be happy in, in, in your own skin, because ultimately, you know, we've seen it, man, you know, is, is gracious as social media can be. It could also be very <laughs> much the opposite. Oh yeah, and you have to understand that that's the game, yeah. And and what you share and what you post and what you decide to sh- uh, uh, give to people, just know that, you know, eventually there might come a time where people may not care at all. Yeah, because that's just the way people are, and you cannot take it personal. Mm-hmm. Do what you need to do for your family, for that woman sitting next to you. And for that child that's sleeping or doing whatever right now, you know what I'm saying? And, and keep the perspective uh, uh, very real mm-hmm. with yourself. Like this is your job yeah. and, you know, it's a form of entertainment. And, and once you, you, you give them the entertainment, you shut down. Like as much as I do share on Instagram, I used to share a lot more and, I, and I've learned to, to cut it off. I've learned to, sometimes I'll just delete Instagram, for example, off my phone. Wow. For like a couple of days. Yeah. Just, just, just so I don't get into the habit of, oh, I got to check. Like it's, it's because it is addictive and, and, and it can get to a point where you find yourself lost in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And whether, whether you know it or not, it does affect you. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the images that you see, the things that, you know, they say the eyes are the, the, the windows to your soul yeah. or whatever, however that goes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that means that your eyes intake things that your spirit has to digest. Yeah. So the things you see and the things that you expose yourself to by doing this, it affects you. It affects you eventually. And, and, and it's very subtle. It's not like, you know, uh, the, the cliche addiction where, you know, you have see somebody taking heroin and you, yeah, 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it's not that type of of effect. Yeah. It's very subtle. Yeah. And which which makes it extremely dangerous. Sure. So so you have to decompress. You have to disconnect, as people say, and not do anything at all. Yeah. And focus on taking a walk outside or enjoying more time with your family, even if it's just you by yourself sitting and men and I, and I mean this for you too, mom. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mom, you got to like even get away from the hubby and the kid Mm -hmm. because you're still a human being at the end of the day. Yes. You're a husband, you're, I mean, you're a wife, your mother, but you're you. And sometimes you need to reconnect with you just so you can be a better wife and a better mother. So it's okay to say, you know what, I'm going to put my phone down or I'm going to just take my phone and listen to some music and just kind of sit and, you know, gaze at clouds or something. Like, it sounds corny, but no, it, it, is, it, is, it is so important. It is so important. I've learned to do more of that now since this pandemic has started than I ever have because I have the time. Yeah. So I'm able to kind of just walk and look at stuff and look at rabbits run across my yard and you know what I mean? You know, that type of thing. And and it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, these times have definitely, um, you know, hit us all pretty hard. And I feel like, um, social media is a really powerful tool, right? And we are so lucky to have access to all these people who, you know, can be influenced. But with that said, like you can influence someone in so many different ways. And I think, you know, it's really about taking those actionable steps outside of social media, right? Like you could be a good individual, you could be a good role model, and that can go really far. But being a person in the world who makes good choices and who has kind intentions, like that's what's really going to serve your soul. Yes. Yes. And, and, and yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. It's, it's needed. It's essential. We, we, we tend to neglect our spirits because we don't see them, <laughs> but, but they exist. They're real. And, mm-hmm. and it, it's the very thing that gets us up in the morning and, and motivates us to do whatever it is we got to do for the day. So yeah. feed it. All right, everyone sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. All right, adults, let me tell you a little bit about Go Macro. Um, We're big fans of really, really healthy, real foods. Um, This company is 100% plant-based. They use all certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw, and soy-free ingredients. The best thing about this company is they give back. Um, So they're super mission-driven, which is something that's really important to me. They're mother-daughter owned. They operate out of a rural community. Um, So they have the Go Macro give back bar and right now it's the coconut almond butter and chocolate chip bar it is so freaking delicious um check them out we have a code for you so don't miss out on this opportunity you can save 30 percent off plus free shipping if you use our code adulting just go to gomacro.com and if you want to learn more about their go macros give back programs um, check it out online it's really really cool and um, i'm just happy to support them all right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Let me ask you this, since you just popped a question into my mind. You got three kids. You got a you know a beautiful career. You got stuff going on all the time. Do you have mornings where you still wake up and don't feel like you have a purpose? Yes. Yeah. How do you deal with Absolutely. that? Um, 
I take walks. I clear my head. Uh, I'll share something with you. Um, a couple of days ago, uh, you know, with all the stuff that was going on and, you know, with, you know, in the world and, and just this pandemic and, you know, sometimes I'll sit and sometimes my head will play games with me in a sense of, okay, what am I do? You know, what's going on? What, what, how's the world going to be after all of this is done? Will people still love us? Will people still love, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. And I caught a slight anxiety attack. And I told my wife, I, I t- told her to come into the room, you know, kind of shoo my kids. Cause I had to tell, her, I was like, what's an anxiety attack feel like? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. she said, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I'm having one. Uh-huh. And she said, go take a walk. She said, go listen to some music, shut your, your brain down and take a walk. Just think of anything, but what you're thinking about right now. Yeah. And it happens. It happens when, you know, when you sit and, and you have time to think about certain things, it can get to you from an emotional standpoint. That's why I urge people to really take care of yourselves and do those deep checks. Yep. Because you don't know. Some, some people don't know sometimes until it's too late. So you really have to take time for yourself. I say this, and I've said this before in other interviews. After all this pandemic stuff is done, if you have not come out of this better or more in tune with who you are, then you missed the gift. Yep. Like you, you missed it completely. Like, like the whole idea of this, this situation to me outside of the obvious is for us to better take care of ourselves from every ad- angle. And to come out of it feeling like I'm a different dude or I'm a different chick. That's, that's, that's what I believe this is all about. And it it, it behooves people to take advantage. Yeah. No, dude. I, yeah, I'm so, I couldn't agree more. I think if, if you're not finding any value from this time, then uh, you're doing something wrong for sure. This yeah. is an opportunity for us to really change the game. Yeah. You know, you, you have a family, you get it. Like it's so crucial for us to take a step back, really digest everything that's going on and reevaluate what the heck we're all doing so that we can create a better future for, you know, the loved ones after us. Like it's our duty yeah. and it's so, so important. So, and, and it's okay to think about everything. Like, you know, what's going right, what's going wrong. What do you want more of? What can you do better? And that's, I mean, it's exactly what you're saying yeah it, st- it starts with with this is <laughs> and even before the thing with george floyd that happened i used to say this pandemic is really allowing uh the people here in this country to take a good look at themselves yep and because think about it it took it, it was so hard for certain people to just wear a mask. <laughs> just wear a mask. Yeah. We're not, the government's not telling you to stay locked in the house and you can't come outside. You can come outside too. Take yeah. a walk, just go back in. And if you do go, just be courteous, kind, be human. Yeah. And just wear a mask. People had problems with that. I know. I know. So, so you, you, this, this 
allowed us to really take a look at each other. Mm -hmm. And you, you, you find some really disappointing things. And yeah. then, but on the other end, you find how resilient and how brave and how compassionate other people are. So again, this is, this is a great mirror moment because you get to see the, the sentiment of the American people and what they're about, whether it's about humanity or themselves. And yeah. you've, we've seen it all. We've, we've seen it all these past couple months. We've seen some very narcissistic, selfish acts. And then we've seen very compassionate and very kind acts. Yeah. So this, is, this has been great because I, li I like seeing that because mm -hmm. it allows me to understand, you know, there's nothing worse than, than dealing with somebody that you really don't know where they're coming from. So it's nice to know now to mm -hmm. see certain people come out of their shell yeah, sure. and be either the angels or the demons that they are. Cause yeah. it helps me. It helps yeah. me. It, 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 it allows me to know how to navigate a little bit better. It's uh -huh. a perfect roadmap. A hundred percent. And it allows you to figure out where you want to put your energy and your time. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, look, I grew up on you guys. I'm a huge fan. Um, I've loved your music for decades. You're welcome. Um, I just I got a bunch of questions for you, man. I'm gonna spitfire at you if that's all right. <laughs> cool, cool. So uh, I'm I'm gonna start a little heavy. This is a a recent thing that's happened as well. Uh, but you guys sang at Kobe's funeral, and I want to know what that experience was like. I've never heard. Um, now, mind you, it wasn't his funeral. It was at it was the first game. Oh, that uh, the Lakers came back uh, to play. And we were at the Staples Center. And I've never heard, well, rather, I've never experienced 22,000 people silent. Like, there was a moment where you could hear a pin drop. Like, it was so silent yeah. because of the love and the respect that the people of Los Angeles had for, have still for this man. Yeah. It was an honor to be there. It was an emotional. We all cried. And, mm -hmm. you know, because Kobe was also a friend. Like, you know, he's from Philly. So, you know, we, we had moments of, of, you know, hanging out and, you know, that type of thing. And, and, you know, it's just, it was just a sad, just a, just a very emotional moment. But it, 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 it allowed us to, just look back at all of the great things that he's done. Yeah. Like not just as a basketball player, but understanding and acknowledging the stuff that he did that we didn't really know. He didn't really broadcast. Like I live in thousand Oaks, right? So I didn't know that his facility yeah. is literally like five minutes from me. Yep. And days before he passed away, my wife and the, my family were driving and, I, and we see Mamba, Mamba Sports Academy. And we, and we were like, that can't be Kobe's that big, right? So we looked it up. It was like, oh, snap. Yeah. Literally like five minutes away from my house. So I was yeah. kind of like, dang, I didn't even know he was in, in my neighborhood doing what he was doing. 
Wow. Yeah, we have a lot of family in Thousand Oaks, so we spend a good amount of time there. A lot of our friends, you know, we play at, at Mamba, the facility. We have friends that take classes there. It's really sad. It was hit so hard, that whole whole community. I mean, the whole world. The, the Kobe thing's interesting because I, you know, personally, I don't know if I've ever seen the world come together as one on on a guy who, you know, who obviously so much more but an athlete. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. He he's he's he he he's one of the many examples of understanding that with all the fame that one has, you know, and all the you know that is bestowed on certain human beings, what's most important with with acquiring that fame is being more than famous. Yep. And 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 you know you had guys like Ali. You had guys, you know what I'm saying? Like Jordan, you got guys, you know, who are more. They're not just the guys that you admire on the basketball court or on stage or whatever. Yeah. They're so, they've become uh, superhuman, not be, just because of their abilities, but how they entreat them to others just by being themselves. Yeah. And that, that's, that's the gift. Yeah, and they almost have. I mean, a guy like Kobe, a guy like Jordan, in my mind, they have superhuman charisma. Yeah, you know what I mean. They just carry themselves differently. Yeah, they, they, they belong they, to they, where they got to. You know. Yeah, yeah. So they it, have it, that it, like drive. And yeah, them. yeah, and that's what people don't understand. It's like in in a world where people just want to be insta famous and and you know just want to acquire some type of of fame. It, it that is r- literally just the surface. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. You you have to be more to people. You know, yeah. you know, we we we've been on the on this this chat for about what twenty minutes now or something like that. Yeah. And we might have talked about music this much. Because it's about being human beings first. Outside of, you know, me doing what I do and you guys doing what you guys do. Yeah. Like it's it's about that connection. And having those open type of conversations, that's where you get more out of a spirit to me. Yes. Yes. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more, man. Um, I, I know you got a lot going on right now and I want to touch on all that, but I just have some questions about your music experience just because that's something that so close to me. Um, so we'll, we'll positive it up a little bit here. You guys were also on Fresh Prince, a show that I also grew up on. You, you guys came on and you sang Silent Night and I'll never forget it. Anytime I hear Silent Night, I think of you guys singing it on that episode. What was that experience like? Oh, it was cool. You know, Will Will's also from Philly, so that's the homie. So it was it was just kind of like, you know, he asked us to do it, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we kind of, we kind of just, you know, we did it, and I, we 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 enjoyed the the story behind it too. Like, you no, know, acknowledging the fact that that's probably one of his probably more uh, watched episodes makes it doubly good because mm-hmm. it's, you know, we're all guys from 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 Philly, and and I used to live in the neighborhood where, where Will lived, like, you know, and, and, you know, the high school that he went to Overbrook, you know, it was like a few blocks away from my house. So it was like, you know, again, this was like a homegrown thing, right? You know, we were all just kind of like hanging out in the trailer and just kicking it. So does, um, does Kevin Hart fit in this group then too? Yeah, he does. Like he's from North Philly. And, and I mean, I don't hang out as, I haven't hung out as much, 
with Kevin as as I have with Will, but you know, yeah, Kev, you know, when we do see Kev, like, yeah, yeah we, <laughs> we, 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 we talk about the town and, you know, and every once in a while, you know, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll crack a couple of jokes and we keep it moving, but you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's. Yes. Same, man. That's what my experience like with them too. So. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, everyone sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. All right, so last week we talked about Caldrea, but I want to remind you guys, Caldrea is a consciously crafted home and body care brand that combines thoughtful ingredients with delectable scents, making caring for ourselves and our homes a beautiful experience. Um, in addition to those uh, Caldrea products we mentioned last week, the lotions and the soaps and that sort of thing, they also have home cleaning products that effectively clean while transforming your home with your favorite fragrances. While we're all spending a lot of time at home, this is a really good opportunity to keep it nice and clean and fresh. Um, so Caldrea makes cleaning products that are enjoyable and worry-free with incredible effective formulas, and they're all just so addictively pleasurable to use. And their products use a combination of essential oils from flowers and herbs, which I love, and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients. That's right. And they're available in scents like pear blossom agave and sea salt neroe. Uh, I just want to read you a couple reviews that come from caldrea.com uh, from customers who have already used these. About the countertop spray, somebody said, powerful yet gentle cleanup great for everyday surface cleanups this fragrant lingers in such a beautiful way leaves the entire kitchen living space smelling luxurious mm -hmm. i second that <laughs> uh and about the dish soap somebody said i promise you somebody said this it's a miracle i use this to hand wash dishes i call it my little miracle because it makes me want to wash my dishes <laughs> um i've never really enjoyed washing dishes but with Caldrea, I do because it just fills the room with this fragrance that makes it feel like it's something that's actually enjoyable. Yeah, nothing's more grown up than enjoying cleaning your home. A hundred percent. So, okay, so jump on this, guys. Right now, you can get free shipping on orders of $50 or more when you buy online at caldrea.com. That's C-A-L-D-R-E-A.com. Visit caldrea.com and add a touch of luxury to your home care. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Cool. So, so back to voice to man. I, I got to know, um, what's your highest moment been with the group or yourself individually? And what's your lowest moment been? <sighs> hmm. Lowest moment? I would say... When I guess the music business was going through a transitional phase and the industry can be mean, mm -hmm. you know, they have a way of, of kind of using you, using you, praising you, praising you, loving you, loving you. And then like all of a sudden, like, you know, a pimp on a hoe, just basically saying, all right, cool. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. And, and you just don't really know where, where it comes from. And a lot of people will say, well, it could be because you guys were egotistical. Listen, there are all types of artists that are egotistical. That's been around for years and years and years and years. And, and that has nothing to do with it. Right. I just feel like, and this is just from my experience, is that if people are allowed to treat you like dirt, they will. Mm -hmm. And... uh that's what happened, I think. I think people felt like 
they could just write us off because we didn't come off like these big, tough gangster guys. Right. So it was easy, I guess, in their eyes to feel like, okay, we're done with you. And and that was around the year, I'm going to be specific. That was around the year, year between 98 and 2000. Okay. Where the same people that we broke bread with, made money with, uh, that they were singing our praises were the same ones we couldn't get a call back from. Interesting. And and that, and that tended to to take its toll on me personally, probably more so than anybody in the group. Cause I don't know. I just feel like it's deeper than just selling records. Yeah. It's, 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 it's more about, okay. I, you know, in, in midst of us selling these records, I thought that we gained a rapport and some sort of level of respect where we could have a relationship beyond you know, what has happened and the industry sucks in that case where they let you know that I, I, I'm, I'm good with you now. I'm good on you. You know, we're going to move on to something else. Yeah. And you know, that was around that time. Now, now the highlight, I would say we're still here, (laughs) you know, like in the midst of all of that, in the midst of, going from selling out Madison Square Garden three nights in a row to not being able to fill up a club of 800, we went through that. You know, we went wow. through that. We went through that, that downslope in our career where it really tested our resolve. And we, we, we made it. Yeah. And, and, and that, that, that's the, the beautiful thing about just what I've been through with my guys is that we fought battles that a lot of people didn't know that we were fighting and we won them. And, and that that's the beauty of it. We're still here. Yeah. So, so this, to th- this present day is the most beautiful time in my career. right now. That's amazing for you to say that. Yeah. I mean, that really shows your guys' resiliency is that I, you know, I don't know the, the music industry, in depth anywhere close to the level that you do um you know i've seen her in in the acting world and it's tough man it's tough for everybody it doesn't matter who you are you can be on top for you know a month but when you start fizzling out just a little bit hmm. it's on to the next one. Oh, you'll know it oh yeah oh yeah oh absolutely and and it's even worse now because everything is even more homogenized than it was even when I was growing up, you know, in, in the business it's, it's, it's people are so quick to move on. And then now you have this cancel culture Mm. where it's like, you know, you you can't make a mistake or you can't evolve or you can't grow uh, without someone wanting to catch you. Now, now mind you, there are some people that I believe should be canceled. But, but, but ultimately when you, you see developments or you see people, uh, you know, the difference between growing pains and, uh, and, and growing pains and idiosyncrasies, you know, the differences between those and actual ideals and belief systems. Mm-hmm. There are two differences. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, somebody, some people that, that, you know, will screw up, you know, and make mistakes and do like, you know, just 
silly things because fame and 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 having to deal with fame and uh uh, uh the the just the the highs and lows of it and and dealing with it by yourself can make you bug out a little bit and we've seen that with a few you know entertainers but you all we've also seen them evolve and grow and develop and say you know what i was stupid you know yeah. that type of thing it happens yeah. opposed to opposed to people subscribing to a belief system that is totally distorted. Yeah, yeah. Those, it's hard for me to forgive because that's more deep rooted. Sure. I think and, when you know, it's, yeah, when it's your belief system, that's who you are. Not, not like one action that you took or one thing that you said. Yeah. Going I, to a club, getting drunk and, you know, doing something silly in the streets. Yeah. Normal people do that. Like, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we all have some type of relative that, you know, you know, after a few whiskey sours, like, it's it's on and popping. It's, <laughs> it's going to be different. Turn on yeah. the phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. but, 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 you know, and, and for those people, you kind of go, okay, all right, Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Dan is, is on one today. How many <laughs> drinks did he have? Okay, mm-hmm. all, right, all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a belief system is totally different. Because yeah. that, again, is integrated within who you are or who you feel that you are as a yeah. person on this earth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think it's crazy in this in this cancel culture that, you know, people are going backwards several years to find one tweet that somebody put out. That was negative. Now, that's silly. It's crazy. That, 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 that's silly. That, that's silly to me because, you know <laughs> – like, because my point is, okay, then what? Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, now mind you, there are certain things that people have to fess up to that they might have done or, or if they haven't done it, you know, explain it. Okay. It's easy to explain, or at least it should be, depending on what it is. And if you've shown, you know, difference in, in, in character, then you can offset it. You can you can weigh it out and say, okay, yeah. yeah, he or she thought this way, but they've done this and they've 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 said this and they've gone on to, to complete this. So, yeah, all right, he might have been an idiot like five years ago, but I think that he's kind of clear now. You know what I mean? And and you know we all go through it. Like you know, I, it's 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 tough, and and everybody has their their feelings about that. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's just best to just use the power of discernment and just really just look at people and see if they, they really mean it and and you know that that all all a person can do is try to make up for the mistakes that they've made because we've all made them. Yeah. 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 So true. Um yeah. I have, I'm, I'm just looking at my other screen. I have so many questions for you, man. Hopefully someday we'll, we'll connect again. Cause I mean, I could talk to you all day long. Uh, I, I, I want to say this cause I, I want your take. Um, I was thinking about all the songs that you guys have done over the years and I've loved so many of them. End of the road, Motown Philly. It's so hard to say goodbye. My all time favorite, the one that like touches my heart the most or I'm most connected to is uh, a song for mama. Cause I used to play that for my mom on mother's day every year and it would just melt her. And it's melting me now. Cause he'll play it in the kitchen with our little one. And I'm just, yeah. Oh. 
That's what made me think, oh my gosh, maybe we can get someone on the show. It'd be so cool to have Sean. There you yeah. go. It hits it hits different now, doesn't it, Mom? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I gotta know, man, what what's the favorite song? What's your favorite song that you guys have done? Ugh. I can't answer that. Like, yeah. that that's uh, not that's not a that that's that's really uh nah. Like that that's I, they're all good. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Even the songs that weren't considered hit records and all this other yeah. stuff, like you just have, you just have a connection to those songs as if they were your own kids. Right. And and you you know when you hear certain records, you remember what you were thinking, where your mind state was when you wrote them or recorded them. You mm-hmm. remember the ideas for videos and visuals that might not have never happened. And, you know, there's so much that goes with the songs themselves Yeah, that when you write them, it's deeper than just, oh, I wrote a song and I put it out and people liked it. It's, 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 or not liked it. It's, it's just different, yeah. you know, and, and, and yeah, it, it, it helps you, stay in tune with why you write songs because every song isn't a hit record that you write, but it still doesn't mean that they're, they're less viable in your own life. Sure. sure. So, so, so that's why I say it's hard for me to say, you know, what's my favorite. If there's, if there's, if there's not a favorite, is there one that sticks out? Because, uh, like I'm sure it's similar to you when I, when I listen, man, I like music cause I like to feel. So is there, is there one that sticks out in your mind that I can go back and listen to and going to feel something different from? Well, uh, end of the road is, is, is one of those songs that has always been kind of, you, you, when I think of what that song has done for me and my guys, I think that'll always have a special place in my heart because that took us to another level like that was just another stage that we couldn't even imagine uh that we would ever be on so um that i think that one that 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 is the milestone record for the ages for me that that's the one okay that's a good one yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about everything that you have going on right now. Well, let me ask you this. I know, I know you guys had a, you were doing shows in Vegas. Is that still going on once things return back to normal? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, we're still trying to get the, the green light. Well, well, I mean, not necessarily the green light. I mean, we're, we're, we're just waiting for, it's, to put it plainly, a, a, a vaccine. Right. Because that's really when we're going to be able to go back to normal in a sense of being able to perform and, and perform on a regular basis like we, we, we do. But right now it's, it's dangerous out here still, guys. I, you know, the, I just saw a CNN report that uh, uh, 19 states, uh, the, 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 you know, the, the cases have gone up. Yeah. So, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta keep in mind that in the midst of reopening the country and and doing things, that you gotta be careful. You guys being new parents, you gotta be extra careful because it's still out here, guys. It's, it's, it, it hasn't gone away just because yeah. we want it to go away. Like it's still out there. So until the vaccine starts 
I don't think me and the guys will be performing at least regularly for a while. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, once you guys do get back, we're going to have to come and see you. Um, you're more than welcome. Let me know when you're there. We'll take care of the tickets and everything. Too. Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. Epic. That would be amazing. Well, before we let you go, you know, there's just, you know, this is a great time for people to, to tune into what you've got going on today. I know you have a new album. That's a, uh, yes. yeah. So I want, I want you to share just a little bit and, um, you know, this is a very inspiring time and people are looking for, for things to make them feel right. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's why I created this album. The album's called Forward, F-O-R-E-W-O-R-D. And uh, like the title, it's an introduction to who I am as the individual in the group that some of you might know me from. And it's letting me know, letting everybody know, uh, this is who I am. This is how I write. This is how I sing. This is what I think of. And, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. A forward is normally a preamble to a book. So this is just letting everybody know this is me. Now, if you enjoy this, there are other chapters. So um, this, and it's just feel good music. I didn't try to get too deep into, you know, artsy with it. I just tried to make music that people can use in their day to day. When you're with your, your child and you're at home and you want to play some background music that isn't intrusive and it doesn't sound like, you know, a bunch of noise, you can play my record. You know, if you want to decide to want to, you know, work on another baby, you can play my record. <laughs> you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's those types of, of vibes to the album yeah. that I wanted to, to make sure that people were just able to easily digest and just feel it. And that's it. You just pour yourself a glass of harmony, right? There you go. A little bottle glasses, of harmony. Maybe. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, a couple glasses, pour the red, the pink, you know, the white, you know, whatever. And have so, have a nice meal, conversation, laugh a little bit. The yeah, and let the the night take its natural course. Love it. Oh, Love Sean. It, oh, my gosh. Where, this is awesome. Where can we get the wine? Are you guys just online or are you in stores? Online right now because, okay. I, I, you know, being in, in the alcohol business, it's my first time. And it's 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 very stringent. Like, it's not a it's not a joke. Like, you know, you, it, every state has different laws concerning alcohol. Mm-hmm. So we have to we had to kind of sift through those things and. And but that's why now we have it online where people can actually buy some bottles and get it shipped anywhere in the United States. Yeah. What's the website? It's actually it's an IG page. Oh, we can just go to Har- Harmony Wines by Boys to Men. Cool. Um, just click on the link in the description and the page will pop up and you can order, you know, as many bottles as you like. And I'm not saying this because it's mine, but it is really good. I enjoy all of them, and I think people will enjoy them too. Cool. Oh cool. my gosh! Well, We're thank definitely you. Definitely going to give them a try. Yeah, we appreciate your time, big time. You made this Father's Day and honestly this entire year a lot better for us. So that's awesome. Happy Father's Day, young man, thank and you. uh, enjoy it. And yeah, you guys enjoy life. Enjoy that that beautiful child, and and yeah, just be safe. Yo, gosh, you too. We will. will. Appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you, Sean, man. It was such a pleasure. I'm honored. Thank you so much. No, my pleasure, man. You guys be careful out there. Thank you. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Though we're apart these days, we're sharing more. And Geico would just like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your savage dance moves. Thanks for sharing your DIY haircut fails. 
Thanks for sharing your inner lip sync star. Now it's Geico's turn to share too with the Geico Give Back. A 15% off credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. And because Geico's committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your entire policy term. Visit geico.com slash give back for info and eligibility. That's right. Learn more about Geico's 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies at geico.com slash give back. Hey, I'm Autumn Calabrese, and I have a question for you. How do you do life? I might be a superstar trainer, but I'm also a boy mom, sister, daughter, friend, and entrepreneur. You might think my life is all working out and cooking healthy, delicious recipes, but trust me, there is so much more to it, and this is it. This is all of those real moments you talk about with your family and friends. Ever wonder what else life has to offer? Bring your curious appetite and let's do life together. Subscribe now at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and PodcastOne.com. Now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Oh my God. Okay, so I, I usually don't have this type of energy. I'm usually pretty even keeled, mm-hmm. but uh, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Like I said, leading into it, this dude is the nicest, most, what appears to be most humble guy. Uh, just, it felt like I was talking to a friend. And what's crazy is like, these guys at one point were at the top of the music game. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, like they still should be in many ways. The fact that they've had a career for decades is incredible. Uh, but when it comes down to it, what I was most impressed by was he was just an awesome human being. You know, I could have, I could have talked to him for hours. I know. Um, and then he slid into his DMS. <laughs> oh yeah. Just to say thank you. But I, I always do that. I know. I know. But, but I, I genuinely, genuinely appreciated the the gesture from you and like going out of your way to make that happen so thank you mm-hmm. um and then to him for coming on so sean if you're listening when you listen thank you man uh the pleasure was was mine the pleasure was ours um we love chatting with you sean mentioned uh his album that dropped in april it's called forward f-o-r-e-w-o-r-d uh, i've started listening to that now it is uh, vibey vibey it's amazing throw it on alexa or whatever you listen to at home uh, you won't be disappointed and then they have a wine line called uh-huh. harmony which we will be trying yeah um they're, they're doing their thing i know i have i have like a i want to put this up on our instagram poll okay what do you guys think about a collab? I have no power in this whatsoever but it's just to me feels like the right move at some point in time boys to men and Ari. Oh, I would love it. I would love it. Right? Yeah. Like that just sounds to me, and I am no music expert, but just like the two different sounds together, obviously the boys and yep. Ariana would be epic together. Yeah. All incredibly talented. Yeah. I mean, you, you couldn't go wrong with that. I feel yeah. like, uh, obviously Ari is Ari. Yeah. You know, everybody knows what she can do. Um, boys to men, when they, sing together it is like butter mm-hmm. or silk or anything else soft and smooth and comes through the silk speakers isn't vegan babe silk is not vegan okay not silk it's not silk all right? <laughs> it's it's butter it's it's uh satin is vegan cashew butter okay Ooh, okay what it doesn't matter okay <laughs> put it through the speakers your ears will be happy yeah okay so, so. them with anybody i yeah. feel like is a oh yeah easy but but ari's you know top top of the how do you say that word? Echelon? 
Yeah. Top yeah. echelon. Yeah, there top echelon. <laughs> Holy like, moly. She's a high quality something. Yeah. Okay, wait. Um, I want to talk about Father's Day real quick before we head off. But um, is there anything that you would like or would like to do to honor your very first Father's Day outside of this really exciting, special moment and memory that we just had with Sean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was a really cool moment. Um, I like to fancy myself a pretty simple guy. So I feel like I don't need much. Um, a good coffee. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's number one. Um, number two, I, I like new experiences. Okay. So like we can do the same sort of things that we do, but just uh, in a new way, a new one. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> that doesn't actually do you know what make I mean? sense. <laughs> no, what I'm thinking in my head is, oh, acid reflux that's because you're next level you're older yeah than you were i'm old now um anyways long story short i think a hike sounds pretty good oh but a hike where we haven't done one before okay that's like something we've done but in a new way ah whoa thank you boom Okay, you guys. Um, so I'm going to get on that and we'll report next week um, how your very first Father's Day goes. Thank you all so much for listening. And for anyone out there who is celebrating a father um, or is a father, happy, happy Father's Day. Yeah. Happy Father's Day, guys. I just want to add this. If, if you're a, a father listening or, um, you know, you're a partner to a father or you have a father that you love. Or I like to always throw in, you're a father at heart because there are some men who are just fatherly and they hold a really special place in someone's life and they may not be, you know, their sure, father per se. Sure. We can include them. Absolutely. Um, just want to say this. If you're never going to do things perfectly, but if you're trying your best, uh, kudos to you guys, you're doing a great job. I, you know, I'm still new in this experience, but being a father as amazing as it is, it's also the most challenging role that you'll probably ever take on. Um, so just, just keep putting one foot in front of the other left foot in front of the right, the right <laughs> foot in front of the left, whatever the song it says. <laughs> um, song. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, keep on keeping on. You're doing a good job guys. So, um, thank you for just being you and uh, happy father's day to you. And, uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.